Poor Diamondbacks. They're definitely losing 100 games this year. No, they're not losing 100 games. Yes. They're not losing 100 games. Mark my words. They're losing 100 games this year. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. Here are your hosts, Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. What up, what up, and welcome back to the 3-0 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. This is episode 55. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate, where's your head at today? Let me ask you this. Are you, I should say, am I the only one that's like oddly satisfied with a pen slash pencil that writes perfectly? Am I the only one that just like treasures that pen until it somehow Runs falls under a desk and just disappears? No, I'm right there with you, man. Like the, you, once you find that pen, you're like, God, this, this writes beautifully and then you're probably gonna lose it soon i lost mine today i'm a little upset about it well i don't think you had as bad of a day as i did today nate it was it was rough i had a good day today rough from start to finish i had a good day had to watch the red Sox just get walloped (laughs) i had to freaking i had to watch a team that won 47 games last year lose to the worst team in baseball (laughs) Tennessee, Tennessee, who I had in the national championship. That one hurts. They're out. I had them winning it, so that doesn't help. I had my tax appointment today, of all days, opening day. Like, when you do your tax appointment, they automatically schedule schedule you for the next year. And I had no idea today was going to be opening day at that time. Uh, Yeah. MLB will be through a little... A little fork ball in there in your schedule, huh? Yeah, so I had to leave during the middle of the early games today, which was just great. Why don't you just why don't you just freaking TurboTax it, my guy? I don't know anything about that stuff, dude. I'm not trying that, to get busted by the IRS. Do that mess on my iPad in like two hours and I'm done. All right, man. You don't need to kick me while I'm down, all right? My ESPN app kept glitching all day today. I couldn't even watch any of the games. Further proving my the, point that ESPN is garbage. Garbage. Do you do the MLB TV thing? I don't do it, no. Why are we even friends? I All I do is suggest beautiful, incredible ideas into your head, and you don't follow through. MLB TV. I don't have that, man. There's only one team that I watch, and I have the app for Dude, them. So why do I like, need the app for anything else? You can watch their games? Yes. Live. Yes, live. The Nesson Go app, yes. Whack. That's whack. MLB TV, man. It's a beautiful thing. All that to say, Nate, it's been just a sucky day. I've had a great day today. I'm, 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 I'm sitting here. Fun. I don't have any pants on. What? Like, what is my <laughs> life right now? I think I'm going to be a drunk by the end of this episode. I don't know what's happening. Uh, that's funny. Well, uh, should I brighten you up with some uh, some baseball history? Before we uh, tap into your horrible day anymore. Uh, it's probably not going to work, but you can give it a shot. All right, man. Going all the way back to 1944 on March 29th. During a Pacific Coast League minor league exhibition game, Oakland lends LA five players after some of their opponents suffer an assortment of injuries in a car accident. The quote-unquote visiting team beats up the hometown Oaks 6-2. to two. Can you imagine lending like players like it's back when we were nine? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Like little Johnny like had to go just, on like a mission trip or something. So you had a oh. you had a spot him a right fielder, and you know you always grab like the worst kid on the team. The best is when you would before you send him out to the field, you'd tell him like, "Hey man, just like trip and fall when I come up to the plate." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they uh, they pulled that move back in forty four, nineteen seventy three. This one's wild. At the suggestion of A's owner Charlie Finley, orange-colored baseballs are used in an 11-5 to exhibition loss to the Indians. After Cleveland outfielder George Hendrick, who hit, a, who hit three home runs in the contest, 
claimed he had difficulty picking up the ball due to the lack of red seams on a white sphere. Concept was dropped. Duh. So let, me get this, let me get this straight. A guy who hits three home runs in a game? No, no, no. No, no, no. He was the one who complained about the white balls and normal balls that we all still use today. He complained about those, and he hit three taters when we changed it to orange balls. Ah. Yeah. So it works for him, but... Uh, Interesting. Obviously, he decided not to stick with it, but like, orange? Come on. Yeah, glad to see it. Glad to say that didn't stick around. Yeah, ridiculous. Um... I'm going to apologize now, buddy. It's back-to-back Yankees ones, but I think you'll be okay with them. Um, this, is a little, this is a little tip of the cap to Mr. Mel Stoudemire, who passed away a couple months ago. Uh, 1975, Mel Stoudemire, suffering from a torn rotator cuff, is given his unconditional release by the Yankees. The team's future pitching coach, listen to this, compiled 164 and 139 record. With a 297 ERA, tossing 152 complete games that included 40 shutouts. That's nuts. 164 wins and 152 of them were complete games. That's, uh, that's pretty good. Pretty impressive. And uh, for any of you guys that noticed, if not, the, the Yankees do a little thing when they lose a former Yankee. They wear a black band on their left sleeve. And so, obviously, they did that today, and they'll be doing it all year. But that was for uh, Mel Sotomayor. So I thought that's uh, it's always a classy move when they when they do that kind of stuff. Um, 2009, another Yankees one. But again, I think you'll like it. The Yankees dedicate a permanent September 11th memorial at the entrance of George M. Steinbrenner Field, the team's spring training home in Tampa, Florida. The tribute to the victims and their families of the terrorist attacks of 2001 features a foundation in the shape of the Pentagon, which supports two towers made from steel from the World Trade Center placed on a grassy spot representing the heroes of United Flight 93 who perished in a field in Pennsylvania. So that is the anniversary of that going down in 09. Classy move, classy move. Yeah, not bad. So yeah, that's, I guess uh, they're not all that bad. They're not. We're not terrible. We're not terrible people, us Yankees. But uh, that wraps up baseball history. Very good. So now that we've got that wrapped up, how do you want to digest all of what happened today on this, what should be a national holiday? Definitely should be. Um, I slept like crap last night. I can't sleep, dude. Like, opening day eve. I'm not going to lie. I was struggling to get myself excited this morning. Like, it obviously got better as the game started going, but I woke up and I was just like, this is still too early for baseball. Like, it just doesn't feel like – I mean, I'm I'm glad it's here, but I was just thinking, I was like, it's just not – it's not time. It is time, but it's not time. And I, I, felt, like, I felt like I was forcing myself to be excited about it, and I know that sounds terrible, and I – I should be whipped for that, but I, 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 it was just tough. I was, I slept like crap. I was excited. I think because the Yankees had an early game, it's 10 o'clock my time. Not to mention you had a, you had a home game. I was waking up knowing that we were beginning an 11 game West coast road trip. So not exactly the most exhilarating thought. Yeah. A little more, a little more hype on my side, a little more hype for sure. But, Slept like crap, um, excited to wake up, woke up like an hour before my safety alarm, because I don't work until one today. I didn't work until one today. Your boy works late night after gym and stuff like that, having a late dinner, so I go to bed late. So I had to set a safety alarm to make sure I was going to you know, wake up on time. Didn't need it. Was, was up way before, ready to go. Hyped up, and uh, I mean, I was beginning of a good day. I think this was a good day. Yeah, it must be nice. Can't relate. <laughs> uh, yeah, not as I said, not the greatest day for me. 
proceeded to tune in for the seven o'clock showdown between the Sox and Mariners, which we don't really need. We don't need to talk about that. Let's uh, let's talk oh, about. No. Oh no! Oh no! I feel like we should. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, no. I think we can move right along here. Uh, let's let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about let's talk about the Astros and Rays. Astros and Rays couldn't be more of a random game. Uh, looks like our old boy, uh, old boy Blake Snelly, didn't look so hot. Did not look so hot coming off a of Cy Young, Cy Young award-winning year. Blake Snell tossed in a six innings, six hits, five earned runs. Three of those were uh, boom booms. So uh, they obviously took the L five one against the Astros. Um, the, I think this, if we're gonna bundle Snell into the Chris Sale conversation, into even like you know. Scherzer or Degrom or whoever, opening day, in the in the scheme of things, you know, in the grand scheme of things, is super overrated as far as performance goes. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. I think it's it's good to get in a groove. I would say more so for hitters, less so for pitchers. Pitchers get such a nice break, um, in between starts if you're a starter. So I think. For hitters, I'm sure it's nice to you know kind of get the get the ball rolling a little bit and you know get a you know a knock or two in your first game. But like overall, if we're if we're really looking into this, no one needs to freak out and no one needs to just be ridiculously hyped over their team's first game. Well, here's the thing: I don't think it's any of the players getting over over like overly no, it's concerned. All yeah, it's all fans and the. The reason is, is because it's literally the only sample they have to go, they have to go off of. Like, sure, yeah. you can say, oh, like how they do in spring training, but even, even the like dumbest fans can acknowledge that uh, maybe spring training isn't the greatest uh, sample to use because nobody really cares. So, right. once they get that opening day game under their belt, then they're just like freaking out. Like, guys, literally have had three at bats for the entire season <laughs> through 24 hours. And yeah. they're like basically predicting their like final stat lines for the season based off that one game, which right. is just asinine. Like I don't, you would think that would just be common sense not to do, but there's literally people like writing off their entire seat, their entire team season after one. Right. Game. I'm just like, okay. Right. Yeah. You can't, you can't overreact please just have some knowledge. I mean, it's, it's a long season. It's a long season. And the truth is like, if we're going to start grading performance, let's wait until it's all warm. Let's wait until May when everyone's like all warm all across the country. We're all feeling good. All our hitters and all our pitchers don't have to wear long sleeves. You know what I mean? Let's that's when it, to me, that's when it feels like, all right, this is like a good point. You know, hitters are probably 150 to 200 ABs in. Pitchers have, you know, three or four starts under their belt at least. So, like, at that point is when you can start to judge a little bit more. Um, But, like, there's no need to overreact on opening day for anybody. Yes, and that includes uh, the big money makers of the offseason. Just a quick note here. Our guys, uh, Bryce Harper, Nolan Arenado, not having the greatest days at the dish. Harper going over three with two Ks in his Philly debut, rocking some wildly exotic spikes. My Are bad. you for or against? <sighs> Nate, I'm going to sound like a real hater right here. You're against, huh? No, not against. Really? The issue that I have with his Philly fanatic cleats, and I know I I can already see the comments. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. He's trying too hard, Nate. Yes, thank you. He is trying, like, dude. We get it. Like, you want to be part of like the Philly culture. You want to like you you want to let your your fans know like I'm here to stay. Obviously, because you don't have any other choice. 
but like you want to let them know that like you're all in on this thing. We get it. And I'm not, I'm not knocking that whatsoever. I know you and I have both said on here like, oh, just pump your brakes a little bit. Sure, we might have been a little off there, but I think the sentiment was accurate. Like he just needs to right. – he needs to – I don't want to say ease his way in because then people are like, oh, why does he got to ease into it? He plays for him. That's not what I'm trying to say. But it's just like it's very clear that he's just trying way too it's hard. It's too much, right? It's too much, especially when – I don't know if you went out like if you saw when he first went out to right field and he like took his hat off and he like bowed in front of the right field crowd. Which he does – which like, I wasn't going to knock him for that because he he – all those Nats games I went to up in DC, like he does that for the for the Nationals fans, which I did think he was does? odd. Yeah, he does. He that's like his thing, which okay. is which is what that. I was gonna. Yeah, which is what I was gonna say. I did think that was kind of odd that he brought that with him. I don't know if there's like a reason behind that, but I thought he might have just left that in DC and kind of done something different, something different here or in Philly rather. But obviously decided to bring it with him and. Make yeah. it make it a Philly thing, which I thought was interesting. But the whole like fist pump thing, I'm like, I mean, you do you, man. Whatever. Like you're making three, three thirty. I mean, I. What am I, I gonna guess, say that carries any weight? Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like I understand you're hyped. I understand you're you know you're connecting with your fans, but like you, there, it's a little much right now. It's just like go, you gotta go play ball. Like you you just chill and just play some ball you don't need to like change everything you do and do like you know philly fanatic cleats and like fresh prince of bel-air walk-up song and like did he end up sticking with that no he didn't but it's like it is it's just a lot man it's just like chill and just show out you don't have to jazz it up you know what i'm saying like we get it like you're a philly great Awesome. Philadelphia's happy. The rest of the league really doesn't care that much anymore because it's finally over. But, like, just just go play now. Stop with the antics. Just go play. Yeah, I mean, we sound... Uh, we, we're going to get eaten alive. For we're going to get eaten alive. We sound like grumpy old men. It's not, it's literally not what we're saying at all. We're just saying, but, like, you're here. You're like, you're there. You've made yeah. it. You're part of the team now. You don't need to keep forcing it down the throats exactly. of your fan base. Like, I mean, I'm sure they eat it up. Like, he could do anything. And they, For sure. And they'd be giving him a standing ovation. But, like, if if there was ever a point to where you could maybe kind of, like, settle in, maybe it would be now. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. Seriously. I, I'm, no. I'm done. I sound like I'm just ragging on the guy. I'm no. still a Harper guy. But, but like, I want to I stick up for ourselves because we're not, like, we're not in the category of baseball can't be fun. Baseball can be fun, but we grew up, our favorite players just went out and they kept their mouth shut and they just did it. They just played. You know what I'm saying? Our favorite players growing up, they just went out and did it every day and said the right stuff towards the media, but they didn't do a crazy amount of stuff just to build up hype. Like There is no more hype that needs to be built around you. You are definitely the face of this offseason. You are definitely the new Philadelphia Philly favorite. Like, you don't have to do any more. Just go play, and hopefully you play well. I really do. I, I'm rooting for you. I hope you do better. But it's like, dude, just shut up and play at some point. Yeah, it's not to me, it's not even a matter of, like, the whole, all the extra stuff. It's just the fact that it's all, like, Philly-related stuff. It's just, Like, if he was out here, like, just doing stupid stuff, but people wanted to chalk it up as, oh, he's trying to keep baseball fun, then so be it. But it's just the fact that it's all of this, like, Philly stuff. It's like, dude, you literally just <laughs> got there. And, yeah, people are like, well, he played there. He he played there for, like, seven or eight years when he was with the Nats. <laughs> Again, how many times do I need to say it? He's in a hotel. It's not It's not like he, he hops on a tour bus and, like, travels around on top of the – the buses like Joey and Chandler did in London where they could just tour around sightseeing. Like, that's not what they do. I don't. Incredible reference. I'm I don't. Yeah. Super I, glad I, that you're my co-host. I, I, I don't know what people think he did. Anyway, I'm not getting back into that. I'm not digging that conversation back up. All well, I'm saying. 
All I'm saying is, I did not think we'd be talking about Bryce Harper this long. <laughs> All I'm saying is, just just play, do a better job. Okay, okay, no, you know what? Here it is. This is the this is the summary of what I'm trying to say here. Begin the process of blending in with the rest of your Philly teammates. Like you don't need to stand out as this guy who just loves Philly. Like, sure, all the other guys you play with love the city, love the team, but they don't like they don't need to wear Philly fanatic cleats. They don't need to go out there looking like like Rocky Balboa out in right field, pumping yeah. his fist, waving his arm. Like they don't they I don't know. Whatever. I'm done. I sound like yeah. a hater. I'm not. I'm a Harper guy. Period. End I'm of conversation. Of I'm not a hater. I just I'm a hater of the comments that I know that I'm going to get. Fair That's enough. All. all right. Moving on to something uh, I think a little more positive. This is kind of cool. I have this note down. Um, Jacob DeGrom matched up against Scherzer in the Nationals today. Um, obviously got the dub for the Mets 2-0, but um, this, what I wrote down here, he did toss 10 strikeouts, but in that win, he adds to his record of 30 straight starts of three or less earned runs. Going back to last year, obviously. Dude, that's impressive. This is absurd. Like, I think it's underrated. Not to mention that was against the Nationals, who, like, a lot of people have winning the division. Yeah, not to mention, like, I just, I feel like it wasn't even that long ago when Syndergaard was like the face of that staff. And right. That's all right. That people talked about. And now, yeah. now people are saying DeGrom is arguably the best pitcher in baseball. It's like, where did this come from? I don't I know. It doesn't make sense to me. I think it's since he cut his hair. I, it's something. I mean, actually, yes. Cause I think he started last year with a haircut. That, that must be it. That must be the connection. Maybe Syndergaard should cut his hair. No, but he wouldn't he be Thor anymore. Yeah, huh? he can't do that. DeGrom can get away with it. That's what Syndergaard's known, known for. He can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's uh, pretty impressive. Um, another thing with the Mets, obviously, Robinson Cano hit a uh, hit a little boom boom in his first A-B. Which, so, like you uh, said, did not – like it looked like it was a capper. I didn't know oh, how that got man. out. Seriously, it looked like a flare over the shortstop um, based off of his swing. And it was uh, relatively chilly there. Up there yeah, in DC, you know, so it's I, going three eighty five to left center. Yeah, so I know the ball wasn't traveling all that well today. So he must have gotten a little bit more than what we thought. So yeah. Speaking of home runs, did we already mention the Dodgers? Whoa, we have not talked about the Dodgers at all. Eight home runs. Yeah. Eight home runs. Eight. I believe that's a major league opening day record if I if if I read that correctly today. Yeah. Um four against Zach Grinky, who is uh just wasting away out there in Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who is now he's collecting his check, man. He's getting checks and, and living his best kind of life with that with that squad down there, um, down here, I guess I should say. Do you, but, think, uh, do you think there's any degree of depression knowing that he once pitched for that team and like he come, he just shows up there and he sees like the, the pennants from the last two years hanging up and then just gets shellacked. And yeah. Then calls I, I it a know, day. man. It's like, uh, uh, it's hard to really look at that guy and have like, I look at that guy and I'm like, I don't see much of a competitive edge in him at all. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't think he's intimidating when he's on the mound. Um, he may have good. He reminds me of like a Sunny Gray, like where you have you have good stuff. Probably have some stuff that you can show off. But like, I'm really not intimidated by you at all. Yeah, like, and I, I don't want this to come across the wrong way, and I'm sure it probably will. But he reminds me of like the kid. They like gets bullied like in the movies, the kid that like gets bullied and like the 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 like <laughs> big football jocks come by and like knock the books out of the kid's hand and instead of fighting back he just like picks them up slowly and just keeps walking. He just <laughs> he just seems like that that kind of kid, like that guy. And like I feel bad for him. Because yeah. it's like you know that he's he's like obviously great at what he does, but he like just doesn't which uh, maybe he channels it in a different way. I don't know, but it's just like I feel bad for the guy because it's like he doesn't 
from what we see, it doesn't seem like he has a way to channel his talent in that intimidating way like you would hope that a pitcher could. But There has to be a presence. There has to be – I mean, there's there's a presence in the box as a hitter, you know, with the threat of being whatever, whether it's, you know, I'm definitely going to push you to five or six pitches and it's at bat or I'm, I'm definitely going to try to take you yard. Like, there's a presence in the box. There's absolutely a presence on the mound. Like, how do you have confidence pitching for this team? And you're, like, just happily accepting your paycheck. And you're like, yeah, I mean, like, I, I think that's, I just, that's the answer right there. It's seven just... earned runs today, but whatever, man. I'm making $32 <laughs> million this year, so whatever. Who cares? Goes out, goes out next start. Well, 15 earned runs today, but you know what? Yeah. I'm collecting my paycheck. Yeah, I just made $75,000 today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Oh, oh man. Poor Diamondbacks. They're definitely losing 100 games this year. No, they're not losing 100 games. Yes. They're not losing 100 games. Mark my words. They're losing 100 games <laughs> this year. Keep Type it up. Quote graphic. Whatever you want to do. Quote graphic. Episode 55. The Diamondbacks are losing 100 games. And that isn't an overreaction of opening day. That is just straight fact. I would have said that before today. Well, I won zero games and lost 25, but <laughs> I don't care. I'm getting paid. <laughs> I don't care. I'm making 30 million a year. Ugh, brutal. Um, so, I mean, I guess we got to talk about this. I, I got to mention it. You, you're going to hate it. But uh, there is a little fun fact about your, your Red Sox today. No, you know what, Nate? You're going to have to put a pin in that. I want to I wanna jump uh, That's rude. Jump across the NL West here and talk about our oh, yeah. guy Mannequin. Uh, yeah. Mannequin. What are what were his stats like? Also, a rough day at the plate today. Zero for three, two Ks. And, and here's the thing. Something I did want to say, kind of piggybacking off of your note about like not wanting, not like overreacting. Mm-hmm. This also applies to like not like not just pitchers. This also applies to like guys at the plate, literally three at bats. Okay, so what? They had a couple Ks. Like you can't, yeah. You can't judge an entire guy's season based on the first game. Don't overreact to Bryce Harper's over three with two Ks. Don't yeah. don't judge that effort. Don't judge Nolan Arnato's one for five effort at the plate today, but please feel free to judge Mannequin <laughs> Machado's over three effort with two Ks today. That is perfectly all right with me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm judging the fact that, like, if you're going to be that stubborn about your contract, you better be working your butt off during the off season to make sure you're ready. And if again, I'm not saying because I'm not going to overreact to today, but I will say if we check back in next week and you only have like one or two knocks on the year, mm, mm, you waited too long. Let's go season predictions for Mannequin Machado. Season predictions on like his on like his stat line. Yeah, average RBIs, home runs, strikeouts. Two. You're gonna get just, eaten alive. I'm gonna go 273 as a batting average. Home runs. Let's be real. It's not the best ballpark to hit in. I'm gonna go 28 home runs. I'm gonna say 88 RBIs, and I'm gonna say. Uh, 155 strikeouts. I'm going to say 1. <laughs> Were you starting with batting average? <laughs> 187. Oh my god. Uh 12 RBIs. <laughs> Give me a real line because I want to. I want to. Nate, I'm giving this. you a real line. One eighty-seven. I'm I'm posting this. 
So he's going to be hurt in a week. What? Is that what you're saying? No, this is at full strength for 162 <laughs> games. 187, 12 RBIs. He's going to have two home runs, but they're both going to be inside the park, and it's going to be because the ball got lodged underneath the padding out in center field. <laughs> Because we know he's not legging out an inside-of-the-park home run. It's a ground rule double. No, they're not going to put their hands up. They're just going to keep fighting for the ball because <laughs> they know that he's not running anyway. So what difference does it make? Sit down. Um, strikeouts. Um, I'm going to say... Th- 302. <laughs> Have a year, huh? I mean, that's Ooh. what they paid for. Oof, man. Killing it. All right, fine, fine, fine. I'll give a real style in. Uh, I'll go 282. Okay. Respectable. With. Don't be a jerk. I'm going to go 94. Okay. How many home runs? I'm going to say 27. Okay, I went 28, so that's that's close. Taking, How many strikeouts? Taking the under. Oh, God, I don't know. Well, he's, he's freaking on pace for like 370. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess my first my first guess wasn't actually all that off. <laughs> um, I'll say one, I don't know, man, like 165. All right, that's fair. I went 155, so. A lot of swing and misses from old mannequin. Old mannequin. What do we got next, Bo? I mean, I guess if we have to talk about it. No, you know what? Can we talk Come about on. Lorenzo Cain real quick? Hey, oh, what a play. What a way to end the game on opening day. Like, Big swag I, I would love to know the odds on like how many times that that particular situation presents itself out of 100. Like robbing home run to end an opening day game. Like how like how perfectly the ball has to be hit. Like yeah. you have to have a guy which <laughs> most center fielders are, but you have to have a guy that knows what he's doing out there when he gets up yeah. around the wall. Am and... I the only one that thought, like, when that clip came on, I was like, is this a replay from last year? Because it looked exactly the same as the one I, last year. Uh, yeah, I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, is, are we showing, like, reruns here? Yeah. Or... Yeah, no, I thought the same thing. Um, definitely big-time play. The Brewer fan base was rocking, as you would think. Did I you know... see him, like, as soon as he came back down, he just, like, launched it in the air? So here's my thought on that. I was like, it's like when basketball. How funny would it be if the ump called that like in play and was like, "Nope, wasn't on the transfer. <laughs> Balls in play. Threw it. If guys, he threw it out. Guys, just booking it. Did you think he'd actually? Th- do you? Do you throw it out? Where did he? Where did the ball even end up? And uh, I don't know. Planet Space Jam. I have no idea. Yeah, I never saw it. I never saw it come Launched. down. Just like in the like in the basketball games, like you said, I never see That's when those balls come down. Like, is there like a different dimension for these yeah. balls that get launched after sporting it's events? Because those basketballs are smoking somebody in the 18th row. They're walking out with like their leftover popcorn, and they're catching a big ass basketball in the back of their head. Well, I guess they get they, to keep them, so it's not that bad of a day. Yeah, after you take a bite of the seat in front of you. <laughs> That's true. Getting uh, smoked. But yeah, big time game with for the old Brew Crew. I saw the uh, the reigning MVP went ding dong today, which is a good start for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess that's all all that to say doesn't really matter for you, correct? How do you mean? In terms of the Brewers? Oh no, that's definitely not affecting my choice at all. It's all hype. I'm not going anywhere. Finishing third in that division. Bold. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. Well, covers most of the highlights. You ready? Yeah, let's uh, let's get into some hot takes for the 2019 season. As are you mentally prepared for this comment? I got to read it out now because I already hyped it and you interrupted me. 
people are curious. Yeah, we're getting, say it. we're getting into the hot takes, right? No, I just want to read this. You can you can reserve your comments if you'd like, but I I just need to make sure you hear this. Okay. So as submitted by our listeners, <laughs> we've got a list here of hot takes and predictions for the 2019 season. Here we go. Uh, first one comes in here. <laughs> Marlins finish at 500. The Red Sox allowed 12 runs against the Mariners today. The most runs allowed on an opening day by a defending World Series champion. No team has ever allowed 12-plus runs on opening day and won the World Series. That credit goes to ESPN stats. Yeah, Moving well, on. Well, I'm pretty sure no defending World Series champion has ever been asked to embark on an 11-game West Coast road trip <laughs> to start the season. I don't blame them for coming out a little sluggish. I'd want to jump off a bridge if I were them right now, <laughs> knowing what lies ahead of you. <laughs> what a handed. joke. <laughs> By the way, speaking of getting handed to us, is Tim Beckham like the greatest player in baseball right now? Why? He hit two he home day. runs off of the 2019 AL Cy Young winner. Oh, not anymore. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> What a joke. He's never coming down from that ERA today. ERA of like 43. It was 21, sir. <laughs> Tim Beckham. That a boy. But he's legit. Like, real talk. He's got a little swag to him. I don't know if he saw. He uh, had, had had a little minor bat flip. Nothing. And it pales in comparison to uh, the one from Japan, which I didn't see because, as we said, the game was at, like, the butt crack of dawn, which I wasn't going to watch. And no. he, like, pimped it. Just nice little nice little flick of the wrist. Just just clean. And nice. then he did it again. They were literally talking about it. And then he did it again. Like, he hit another home run. Another taco. Did a nice little flip. Wasn't as, as disrespectful because you don't disrespect the 2019 AL Cy Young like that. Mm. But he did yeah. it twice. Definitely disrespectful. He's already got three home runs this season. Talk about a start. Yeah. I'm with you. All right, pal. All Let's that to say these, we got lots. No, one other thing. Did you Did you catch any of that game, by the way? I did not. So, super funny note here, which I don't know if the Mariners prepared for how badly this would look or if there was anything they could do about it. If you look at the roof of the, or if you look at the top of the retractable roof, mm-hmm. it's got Safeco. They, they must have like scraped the logo off. <laughs> it's still there. It's still there. Like, it's. I guess it was. I guess it used to be white lettering, but they scraped like, it off. But because it was stuck there for so long, the underneath it is like dark. So it's basically yeah. like they just went from white lettering to black black lettering, and it looks <laughs> hilarious because you got the safe or you got the like old scraped off logo, and then like right beyond the outfield fence, you've got the massive like T-Mobile sign. I'm. I still just hate like, that. By the way, T-Mobile. What is Safeco? By the way. That's a great question. You know what? I'm sure we're not alone here. I'm sure other people have wondered that, but they're just scared to ask because they don't want to be embarrassed. Safeco. It, sound, it sounds like a like a pet store. No, Nate. This isn't Petco no. Park. It's Safeco Park. Petco. Safeco is insurance for your car, home, and more. Man, imagine a Geico Stadium. The, the marketing There's for a Geico Stadium field. could be phenomenal. Giant lizard. Giant lizard. You could bring back the cavemen. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. But we're not about free ads here, Nate, so we're not going to continue to talk about Geico and Safeco. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know what I'm excited about, man? What are you excited about? 
I'm excited that we are going to officially announce some people's hot takes and take a little heat off of ourselves. You know what I'm excited about, Nate? A Seeky gets the answer uh, to all your ticket needs. Are you looking for tickets? Do you have plans with friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert? Or are you even looking months ahead to nail down a date to get tickets before they sell out? With SeatGeek, you can find tickets to games, concert shows, and even theater performances with just a few easy clicks. We're making it even better for you if you're a first-time user of SeatGeek. Next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code DTD at checkout to save $20 instantly off your first purchase as a first-time user. That's all you got to do to save some of that cold, hard cash. Enter promo code DTD at checkout. Cold, hard cash. Woo! Clean read. Thank you. So let's get into some of these hot takes. Yeah, man. So let's throw some other people. On the the only reason that I brought up or posted the graphic, rather, asking for hot takes and predictions is because I remember the last time we did this, people mm-hmm. were like, how can you make predictions yet? The season hasn't even started yet. The, pe- the guys <laughs> don't even know where they're going to be playing yet. There hasn't been any major signings. So I figured, well, you know what? I'm guessing... One game into the season, these guys probably know where they're going to play. I'm thinking Harper at this point probably probably knows where he's going to be playing the next year or oh, 12. Trust me, he's got 18 different pairs of cleats to represent it. So I figured, you know what? Now that that's set in stone, we can Could actually we can make these predictions in hot takes. So right. I'll just read through some of these here real quick. As I mentioned earlier, the first one on this list, the Marlins finish at 500. Chill. No shot. That is a very, very hot take. Uh, The Phillies struggle most of the season due to too many egos. I like that. Most of the season, though? That's... I mean, it's a big, like... Bro, what man, other egos are there, though? It's honestly. a big... I don't know. Like, there's no other ego. There's, I mean, Cut, McCutcheon is, like, the coolest dude ever. Reese Hoskins doesn't talk to anybody. Here's a, here's, here's a legitimate question I have for you. Do egos become created as a result of trying to fight off Harper's ego? I don't think so. You don't think way, guys in that clubhouse are going to get sick of it and like try to lead the team themselves? Mm, especially, I really especially so. if Harper struggles, because you know how he gets when he's in a slump. Yeah, uh, I don't yeah, know, man. Don't, it's kind of interesting. I don't know either. I really don't know because like Reese Hoskins never talks to anybody. I've literally never heard JT Real Muto say a word ever. So I like I don't even know what his voice sounds like. McCutcheon is just cooler than the other side of the pillow. Who else you got? Aaron Nola? No. No one's no one's got an ego. It's just Bryce. All right, moving on. Jack Flaherty wins an NL Cy Young. Mm, no. Max Scherzer. Uh, the Dodgers will sweep the Red Sox in the World Series. All right. No. <laughs> uh, the Reds take the NL Central. Oh, God. These, my computer is about to combust into flames right now. (laughs) So hot. So hot. The Twins take the AL Central. Not horribly crazy. Eloy Jimenez wins the Triple Crown. (laughs) (laughs) What? Dude just just made his Major League debut today. The Rays win it all. The Dodgers go three years in a row of being a runner-up. All right, before you say anything, it actually isn't that crazy of a take. Okay, we know that the Dodgers have the potential of going to the World Series. That's fine. All the Rays got to do is make it into the playoffs, dude. We all know they're not going to win the World Series, but I'm just saying it's not as crazy as it sounds. All they got to do is get into the postseason, and then anything can happen. And we know that they're capable of getting in. They won 90 games last year. Mm-mm. All right. Anyway. Uh, I have them getting in. I agree with you to get in, but no. That's it. Pete Rose is finally allowed in the Hall of Fame. Ooh. 
Interessante on that take. Still no. <laughs> uh, Tebow is called up and wins Rookie of the Year. <laughs> Tebow mania. Didn't that guy like break his wrist or something? Did he? I don't know. I think he got hurt like halfway through spring training. That's why we never heard about him. I don't know, man. Benny the Jet Rodriguez doesn't get the new PF Flyers and the Beast catches him and mauls him to death. Wow. That's dark. Vivid. Mike Trout becomes... This is my favorite. Mike Trout becomes the only player to hit every RBI for his team. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Could you imagine... (laughs) <laughs> Could you imagine? Perfect. Like you just pull up the season stats at the end of the year. Zero, <laughs> all. zero, zero. This is all. 563. <laughs> zero, zero, zero. Uh, the Marlins end up in a one-game playoff to reach the wild card, and Jeter activates himself for the game and hits a walk-off oppo <laughs> single. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. And then lastly, probably... The most en fuego take of them all. The Orioles win the World Series in a four-game sweep. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, we got to chill on that one. We got to chill. So, all that to say, that wraps up the list of hot takes submitted by, not all of them, just some of the better ones uh, submitted by our listeners. Uh, and it begs the question, has anything changed now that we are officially in the season? Has anything changed for you in terms of division winners, major award winners, or is it all the same? All the same. Yep. Yes. I'm still, uh, I'm a little, I'm a little hesitant to say the Nats win the division now. Yeah, I would be because I I thought Harper was going to either L.A. or uh, Chicago. Uh, initially, the Cubs, and then later thought he'd end up in a White Sox uni. Uh, obviously, none of those things happened. Ended up in Philly, so it'll be a little tougher of a road for the old Nats. But I still got them taking the East. So yeah, I would say for the most part, everything remains the same. Um. Trying to think, who did I pick for AL MVP? Dude, couldn't tell you on any of those. I don't even know what episode that was on. I know National League. I'm pretty sure I went Arnado. He, I was, I said he would finally get we, it. I think yeah. we both did that. Yeah, we both. I think we both had Arnado. Cy Young's ahead. Scherzer and Sale. Sale finally getting his first Cy Young. He's just playing games right now, dude. Don't worry about it. He's just he's toying with the league right now. Yeah with his belly button. Uh, all right, childish. Uh, Scherzer, here's my thought. All will become right again in baseball. Scherzer didn't win it last year, but he will return to dominance, win it again. Sale will get his first. And I can't remember who I picked for the AL uh, MVP. I don't know, dude. I think you said JD. Sounds like you. Nah, probably. It wasn't Bregman, I know that. Uh, but anyway... We got some DMs. DMs, 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 direct messages. We're running low on time, homie. We got to run through DMs and best and worst. Let's ride. Eddie asks, is it bad that I skipped class today to watch opening day? Eddie, you made the right call. Bravo, my friend. Bravo. Brian asks, any teams join your watch list for the season after the first day of games? All right, I know this is going to just floor you, but I'm actually curious to see how the San Diego Padres turn out this year because I saw clips from that. I wasn't able to watch the full game, but I saw clips. Dude, Petco Park was popping today. Like, they had people out. Like, I don't know the the setup of their stadium. Yeah. But I saw – like out in center field. I think it was like center field, right center field or something. They had like hills or something out behind, like behind the, the, the seats out right. there in center field. And they had people like all over the hill. And I'm like, the buzz, man, hold up. Yeah. And I mean, rightfully so. Like, I mean, I'm sure it was like a glorious day there. 
So even if yeah. they got walloped, you still catch a baseball game in decent weather. So not a bad day. But I'm like, yeah. you know, man, they got this Fernando Tatis Jr. Dude got his first major league hit today. There's some buzz there. It seems pretty legit. Yeah. I'm, I think, aside from Mannequin, I'm curious to see how that team ends up. I probably gonna say Mets. Uh, probably gonna watch them a little bit. I feel like there's there's different pieces that they added that that'll help them a little bit. I, you know, if they can stay healthy, get Cespedes back, I think I think they could be fun to watch it again. Uh, Kevin asks, what preseason rankings do you put greater value in? Projected record or World Series odds? Uh, I want to go World Series odds because wow. the thing that projected records don't take into account is when these teams just go on streaks that nobody sees coming. Like if you pick it up in the middle of the season, like if you're in July, like late July and you just mm-hmm. go on a run that just catches everybody by surprise – yeah. I don't have like a specific team in mind. I'm just saying in general, like if that happens, a lot of times that kind of skews the projected win totals. So I'm more interested to see who Vegas thinks will be raising the trophy at the end of the season. Uh, I'm going to go the other way. I think projected record because World Series odds, you can arguably grab three or four teams and make them pretty much even with their odds. And if they're not, they're like sliver difference. So I like the projected record. I think can you can base some pretty general idea off of that. Although, I mean, they're always – I feel like they're always low to be safe. You know what I mean? They never predict anything over 100, which is safe. But, like, let's uh, – I mean, come on. There's going to be a couple teams this year that win 100 games. Uh, next, Tyrone asks – oh, he says. I'm sorry. Apologies to Kyle for turning him into plain pretzel guy with my question last episode. That's all right. I just got made out to be plain pretzel guy. the most boring human on the face of the planet, which is fine. I'm cool with plain it. Plain pretzels here. I'm going to own it. I'm gonna, in fact, I'll probably just get a shirt made up for myself and wear it. That's fine. Plain pretzels. It wasn't a plain pretzel. It's a salted pretzel <laughs> with no condiments. Moving on. Lightly salted. <laughs> Lightly salted to my choosing. <laughs> Moving on. Anthony asks, who was your favorite player on your team growing up and favorite from another? All right. You already know that the Orioles were my team growing up like as a super young kid, just because that's where my dad took me because we didn't have the Nationals at that point. Yep. And so, I mean, you. I'm pretty sure you probably went with me a number of those times. Correct. Is we would go over and watch uh, Orioles, watch Cal, because he was like my absolute idol. Uh, so I guess technically, growing up, he was my guy on quote unquote my team. But then when it became time for me to like actually choose for myself, I went Sox. But in terms of other guy on another team, uh, I don't know. I got to think about this one. How about you go? Uh, I mean, you kind of stole half my answer. Derek Jeter for the Yankees um, and Cal Ripken for their team. Because, I mean, that guy is like – but uh, I'm in the same situation as you since, like, both of us really early just didn't have any knowledge about any other team outside of the Orioles. I'm talking, like, five years old because that's the only games we went to. So I guess, like, I'm in the same situation whether it's, like, team growing up. But, like, I consider growing up – that to be that part of the question, like all through my, you know, informative and, you know, effective years from going to Yankees. So Jeter and Cal. Yeah. So, I, so all right. So I'm going to, I want to find a loophole here. I guess technically growing up, as you said, when we were like five, the Orioles were my team. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say uh, the Red Sox not being my team. I'm going to, I'm going to go no more. Yeah, I, I was going to guess that one, actually. Do you remember that? Uh, all right. Ryan asks, is trail mix, trail mix an acceptable dugout snack? You're, at, no. you, you're asking either the right guy or the wrong guy. 
the wrong guy because pretty much anything is acceptable to me in a dugout because I was always a dude that was just eating all the time in the dugout. Word. It's probably why I had to get moved from short to third is because I put on too many pounds, I guess. I don't know. Truth. Right guy, because if you're looking for a yes, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I'm sorry you disagree, Nate. No, I don't I, I don't know. I've never really thought about it. I don't know if I've ever seen trail mix in a dugout before. I guess it's acceptable. I don't know. I mean, sure. I mean, if if, if a Snickers bar is acceptable, trail mix is allowed. It's a healthy alternative to my gummy bears. I'll say that. That's for sure. Eric asks, what's your opinion on the best seat in a ballpark? So I'm learning now that I'm starting to think that I like elevated seats more. Like really? people, Yeah, people might think like, oh, you obviously want to be up close, which obviously there's there's pros and cons of that. Like you don't get to see as much of the field if you're like super up close, but you're obviously up close. So there's benefits of that. But I'm starting to think that I like just being elevated and being able to see everything play out. Like, granted, you can't see the beads of sweat dripping down the guys' faces, but <laughs> like, I'm okay with that. I don't need that for my viewing pleasure. Like, I'm I'm just fine being able to catch a full game, and yeah. not to mention, like, you go to certain parks, you get to you get a nice view. Like DC, you can see downtown from up high enough like Coors Field you're telling me you can see like the mountains which I've seen pictures of that too so I want to maybe explore if I start going to some some new parks I haven't been to maybe explore some elevated seats that's fair I um I'm the opposite I like to be close I know everyone's gonna say right behind home plate I don't like right behind home plate um I like to be a little bit of an angle so you just go towards the first base side just a little bit third base side just a little bit maybe halfway up the line in between home and first or home and third. I like that spot because you can see the angle. You can see the trajectory off the bat, you know, all that stuff. Um, it's funny, like, being in an area where I think it's more so what you're talking about if you're high up. Like, people freak out about a ball being hit in the air. Everyone gets up on their on their feet and, like, oh, 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 oh. And I'm like, dude. Yeah, everyone gets up on their hands. Man, it's crazy. Like, down. I said feet. You almost said hands. You suck. Sean asks, what's your goal with Dirt to Diamonds Baseball? Well, Sean, I'm glad you asked. That was a great question. Uh, I think about this on a daily basis. Uh, Would love to do something big with it, obviously, podcast. Would love to scale this uh, on a a much larger level Um, in terms of Anything beyond that, uh, there's there's some ideas I'm I'm tossing around up in the old cranium, but uh, we'll see we'll see what pans out. I think this year will be a great uh, opportunity, especially if Nate, if you and I can uh, meet up for some some games yeah. over the summer, some good content going. I think I think this will be this will be a big year for the old brand. So we'll see. I'm excited, man. Uh, well. Sorry to rain on your parade. Sounds like you're excited. We might have to hold off on the best and worst. We are out of time, sir. Probably best. Probably probably best. We can save this for the next one. I'm going to have to. I'm going to take a picture of it. These are awesome. I'm hilarious. But I'll be hilarious next Oh, look at you. Look at you, like, giving a little tease for the next best and worst. Ooh. Just making yourself sound like a comedian. We'll see. We'll see if those actually live up to... To what you're saying, not likely. They will. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that about does it for us. Nate, you got anything else? Uh, that's it for me, brother. That is it for me. Super happy 2019 baseball is officially underway, and we hope you guys uh, enjoy the ride with us. Absolutely. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to it, and leave that rating and review. Nate, how many stars? Uh, the number of runs Chris Sale gave up today. That's how many stars. How do you like that? Hmm? How do you feel about that one? Chris Sale, Chris Sale's ERA. I mean, we can go anywhere with this if you'd like. <laughs> Tough day for you, man. Tough day. As always, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch back up with you guys early next week. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't even get a response. If I haven't killed Nate by then. <laughs> uh, you know the drill, folks. Don't go chasing curveballs. We love you all, and as always, we're looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.